There is somebody that I've been waiting to talk to and catch up with for quite some time. PJ and I both have worked with him in the past. We have been friends. We have been frenemies. We've yelled at each other. This next guest sat next to me in a newsroom at a previous network, and we were by far the loudest freaking people in there. And we're in a business full of loud people. Travis Thomas, now of Nesson, jumps on BetMGM tonight. Man, it is good to talk to you. I know you're up there now with your clam chowda and lobster, but I'm sure you've got to be enjoying everything you're doing up there at Nesson. Hold on a second. Ma, pasta ka. Pasta ka, I need to go to the yard. Hey, shoe dog, man. Congratulations, bro. I'm, I'm so happy for you. I am still loud as all hell, as are you. I mean, it's our birthright at this point, and it feels good to be reunited. And shout out to PJ, too. I always knew he had a little Jamaican in him somewhere because this guy has more jobs than I've ever seen in my life. He's producing, he's hosting, he's doing everything. Way to go, PJ. Good to be on with you guys. <laughs> oh, great stuff. Travis, good to have you on, man. So It's good to be back, man. Uh, Travis, we were saying this before. Uh, first off, I mean, this game, the, the Titans we know are looking forward to next week. This just has the weird, weird feel to me. Dallas is now all the way up to a 14-point favorite in this game. There's no Derrick Henry. Half the defense is out for the Titans. Thursday night football already has weird things happen to it. I just think something weird is going to happen in this game, something unpredictable that gives the Titans a chance to cover that massive number that it's closing at. Yeah, listen, uh, it's not weird at all. They will not cover that number. Their season is over, and they know it. The Titans are going to beat them and win that division. And the fact that they're not even playing Malik Willis tonight, to me, uh, is a dereliction of duty. I mean, honestly, Tannehill is 100 years old. What are you doing? You're going to lose the division to the Jaguars regardless. So what you need to do is play the kid and see if you can get the passing game going with him or not. And if you can't, then you know what? You play him again next week and you try again next week. And then you figure it out in the offseason and you give him the keys to the car. What they're doing tonight is a joke to me. That's why, the, I mean, look, Sammy P, my co-host, Sam Peniotovich here at Nesson, always says this. These totals are high for a reason or low for a reason or the spread is high for a reason. There's a reason it's up to two tutties now. It's because the Cowboys are going to cover it and the Titans are going to get smoked. And then they're going to lose the division to the Jaguars. And it's just a shame because at least if you're going to go down, go down with the future of the franchise, and that's Malik Willis. I think what they're doing is nonsense. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm surprised that Willis is not playing. I like the Titans to, to keep it close. We'll, we'll see what happens. I obviously could see a scenario where Dallas wins this game by 30 points. Travis, another big underdog I like this week, and Nick's along with me, Broncos plus 12.5 against Kansas City. Probably wouldn't be on this game if it weren't for the Hackett news, but after his firing, it just seems like in sports, man, whether it's in baseball, team gets rid of a manager, NBA, team gets rid of a coach, NFL, feels like always a good spot to back a team that next game, divisional game. Kansas City's got trouble covering these big numbers all year. You think Denver can keep it close within the 12 and a half on Sunday? Absolutely not, but I get <laughs> your theory, and listen, um, I've you and I have talked about this before, and we both bet it often when a manager or a coach gets fired. Yes. We're usually right on that team. It worked out for me in baseball big time this season with the Phillies. I was not smart enough to get a future 
on them going to the World Series uh, when they let Joe Girardi go. But certainly I rode that wave with them winning games after. Um, Toronto comes to mind, too, with the Blue Jays uh, not too long ago. But in this case, you could be right because it goes back to the theory you and I have talked about and cash tickets on for years. And uh, the reason I will not be going on this journey with you and Shoe Dog <laughs> is because I have lost my entire ass betting the Broncos all season. That 4-11 and record of theirs, they're even worse against the spread, okay? Let me tell you. And I've been on the receiving end of that all year. So I jumped off of them weeks ago, and I said, hell or high water, I will not be betting for them anymore. I bet against them a couple times. I hit that Rams bet on Christmas. That was beautiful. But uh, I will not be going down that path with you because I have sworn them all for the rest of the season. But you could be right. You could I've been, be right. Yeah, I mean, I've been fading the Broncos all year, but this just has the feel. I got them at 13 and a half, too, so there's at least a little more cushion for me. They, that hook made the difference where I wanted to get that that get under that 13 or get right near that 13. So I was able to do that. So we saw the – and by the way, speaking of teams that have just made you lose your ass – uh, that would be the Eagles last week for me, who I had in multiple parlays and multiple spread bets. A uh, couple couple worked out for me, at least when it came to a push, but that was about it. When we see what Gardner Minshew looked like in that offense, the Eagles lose. Probably not going to have Jalen Hurts this weekend, even though Nick Sirianni wants to let everybody know he heals better than everybody else, which of course he does. The dude squats 600 pounds. He better heal he'll better, he'll better than you and me. Uh, where do you see the Philadelphia Eagles what do you see in this game? One, against New Orleans this weekend. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites right now. And two, do you expect a, a better game from Gardner Minshew? He threw for 355 yards, but he turned the ball over three times, and that'd be a major problem against the Saints. Well, let me go back to the Cowboys game. I was on the Eagles' side leading up to that game all week. Last second, I kind of chickened out. And my reasoning for chickening out was, I said, you know what? In the end of the day, the Cowboys need it a little bit more. And so I knew Minshew would play well, A, because he's decent, and B, because of that system. So I just ended up betting the over in the game, and that worked out for me. So I wish I was on last week to maybe trigger you to say, you know what, screw the Eagles, let's just bet the total (laughs) on the game. But I'm actually going back to the well this week. I do think they'll cover, but I was burned with the Browns. I thought the Browns would beat the Saints at home, and the Saints came in there and beat them. Uh, in Brown's weather at that. It was all cold and yucky out there, and I still can't believe I didn't hit that bet. So I now will not go on the side. I will go back to the total. It's on the low side. I got it at 42, and I just took the over for the same reason. I think Vinci will play well. Who knows? It's just hard to, you know, with a backup quarterback, it's hard sometimes. If anything, there's probably some value on the Saints covering the number. But I just went back to the total because I know he'll put up points. And dare I say it, Andy Dalton, although I can't stand him, he is not the worst quarterback I've ever seen. They got Kamara going in Cleveland. I think the Saints will put up some numbers too. So I'm just taking the over on the low number there. Travis, Tampa Bay and Carolina, essentially for the NFC South this weekend. Look ahead line of this game was Tampa minus six and a half. After what Carolina did to Detroit, and then what the Bucks look like again against Arizona, comeback win, we're fortunate to win. It's now down to minus three. We know the Bucks have been putrid against the spread this season. I think they're like 1-11-1 in their last 13 games. Doesn't this feel like a buy-low point, though, getting the three with Tampa in a spot like this where everything's on the line? It's Brady versus Darnold, even though that offense has looked so bad. And Carolina... 
is definitely been the better football team over the last five or six weeks. Are, are you leaning towards the Bucks here at home, getting the minus three? Hell, man, it's been buy low all season with the Bucks. I mean, if buy low was the deal with that team, they'd be Baltic Avenue on <laughs> Monopoly because it's been buying low all season. It doesn't matter. All they've done is lose, and Tom Brady looks old. So I am leaning Bucks. This was another one I attacked the total just because, look, at the end of the day, we know this is for the division. And I think, even though it's a low total, I'm still going over the moon here, too, as well. Remember, last weekend, we had to deal with a ton of weather all over the country. It's not the case now. A lot of these games have playoff implications, this one included. I do not believe we're going to get three yards in a cloud of dust. I think Brady will make it happen when it counts. But I think Darnold and the Panthers, look, Wilkes is doing a good job. That team's well coached. They're fighting. This could be a game in the 20s so i went i got it at 40 and a hook i believe it was and i took the over in that game this just feels like 24 20 23 20 all over it so i just attacked the total there sometimes when i can't get a feel on the side or i don't trust a number i mean look tampa as i see now at three that that has push all over it too could come down to a field goal so when i don't feel comfortable on the side I'll really look at the total and just go either way over under on that and feel a little more comfortable uh, seeing as how, you know, I think the game will play out. I just kind of go game script on it. Talking to Travis Thomas, bet MGM tonight. Another game that has a low total is the Browns at my Washington commanders. That's sitting at 40 right now at bet MGM. That, that game has the feel to me one with Deshaun Watson, certainly being up and down when it comes to throwing the football after not playing for a year and a half and just kind of getting back out there. But two Carson Wentz, I don't know what Carson Wentz we're going to get. It could be 300 yards and four touchdowns. It could be 99 yards and four picks. I mean, that's he, he's he just all over the place. This game feels to me like a lower-scoring game still, even with Taylor Heineke not under center from Washington because there's a chance to run the football a lot. Brian Robinson was not in the backfield for Carson Wentz at the beginning of the season. There's an opportunity there, there now to run him a lot more. I like his props in that game. It, also, Cleveland's terrible against the run. How do you see that game playing out in Washington? Yeah, the Browns let me down a little bit. You know, I gave Deshaun Watson a week. Remember, he played his old team in the Texans that first game. They won, but he wasn't great. And then I started betting on him, and, I, you know, I had mixed results. I hit a bet with him, and then last week I was burned big time, um, you know, with them losing at home to the Saints, as I mentioned. So in this game, now the Browns have been eliminated. I thought they would be maybe possibly even making the playoffs if they had some help, but certainly in it until the last week of the season they've been eliminated so now i just don't know how much they give a damn commanders don't have much of a home field as all three of us know you know i got it under that key number of three so i laid the two and a half with the commanders i've seen it as low as uh washington minus two in some spots so when it's that low and both teams stink and it's a coin flip i'll roll with the commanders as you said i think robinson can run the ball down their face if they're smart, they're just asking Wentz to manage the game. Don't go out there throwing the ball all over the place. Manage the game, run the ball, and they should win this game. It could be low scoring. I didn't play the total on this because I did like the side. The number, again, under that key number of three, I felt comfortable laying it with the commanders at two and a half. Travis, we got two minutes left. You are money line, Travis. You know, that is what I call you. I have been telling everybody that Ohio State is going to win the national championship. Grab it at plus 350. They're going to beat Georgia on Saturday. They're going to get their revenge against Michigan. 
Give me your picks for the semifinals. You like Ohio State. You like Georgia. You like Michigan. Who are you taking? And then any of the other bowl games that are going on. Have you made any wagers yet on any of these other games? Couldn't agree with you more on the natty. Um, Really, it's almost my fault because all I did after after Ohio State got beat down by Michigan I called him every name in the book on TV. Mm. I called him soft. I called, I mean, I called him everything. Yep. And then I thought about it, and I was like, wait, we have all this time to wait until the G-damn playoff? Are you kidding? All they're going to hear is loudmouths like me calling them soft. Exactly. I think they're going to come out and beat Georgia. I agree with you. We know Michigan's going to handle TCU. Ohio State will get their revenge and win the national championship. I'm with you on that one, Peach. I mean, as usual, you and I are lockstep, baby. Lockstep. Love it. Trav, everybody who's come on here has been saying, oh, has been saying Georgia, Michigan, national championship, Georgia, Michigan. And I really like Ohio State in that game. For everything you just said, you know, all they've been hearing is how soft they are for the last month. Yeah, I will say this, though. You know, if everyone who's been coming on that show is right, (laughs) I'm still going to go Big Ten. I'm still going to take Michigan. Because, you know, at this point, I would be convinced that they're just a team of destiny. Mm. You know, so if someone's going to knock off Georgia, whether it's Ohio State or Michigan. So if those people who've been coming on the show saying that you're wrong, if they're right, I'm still betting on Harbaugh to win the whole shebang bang <laughs> uh, You know, I think we all would love to see Ohio State and Michigan in the national title game. We just got Duke-UNC in, the, exactly. in March Madness, so I would certainly right. take this too. He's Travis Thomas, Nesson. Former colleague, still a friend. And don't forget, uh, we are Yardbird boys forever. We love our chicken, as we've talked about. <laughs> there he goes. Uh, one of the craziest people you were ever met and meeting one of my favorite guys on this planet. I don't know why, PJ, we had desks next to each other where we used to work. We were insanely loud. But that's oh what happens. It's He's just, the best. He is. He, he is really is.